Oh, we are the greatest sports has to offer. Michael Jordan ain't my goal. Oh, that's LeBron James. Clap the fingers and all of a sudden we, we have balance in the league now. Oh my goodness. Come on, man. Knock it off. Knock it off. Uh, of course, I need to see if I can't come out on top. You can't be serious. It's too strong. Oh, that man hungry. Oh, he is hungry, man. Kiss the baby. <laughs> bro how long has it been i, I think we we sat out all the football year the whole football it's season been too this long year. too long it's been way too long way too long but i'm glad that we're back um of course i couldn't do this show without the eighteen thousand dollar kids steve do you even still have that eighteen thousand dollars Fuck no. You know exactly where that money going. It's <laughs> <laughs> been, been on that slump, that, that, that betting slump. <laughs> Man, you know how betting goes. It's like gravity. What goes up must come down. It just, It's just all a, a process, man. Once you're hot, though, yeah, you, you enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. So, um... Before we even get started, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. Yes, we have been gone. We have been out of commission for a little minute now. We definitely took this football season off. That was more so on me. I had a lot of family things going on. Nothing bad. All good things. Um, as you guys know, I do have a, a son, so I definitely took this time off to to help take care of him. You, anybody with kids know the, the smaller they are, you know, the, the more attention they need, so... Definitely took time off from that. Also moved into a, a new a new build house. So obviously that took a lot of time, took a lot of stress. But I'm in. I'm back. Steve-O's in. He's back. And it, it just yeah, it, it just it just feels good. It feels right. It feels like this is where we belong. This is where we was meant to be, Steve O. Yeah, so I, can't, I can't wait to get back to these debates, man. I, I can't wait. Well, I'm sure we have some that that we're going to spur in today, but we'll see because I think for the most part, we're going to be on the same page. But let's see. Today, all I really want to discuss is the last college football game of the season, the national championship, Georgia versus Bama. Your initial thoughts. Just get it out. Just blurt it out. What were your initial thoughts? I don't care if you got to piss off some fans. All right. Well. Obviously, first things first, Georgia's defense was legit. It was legit all season other than that one game in the SEC championship. And they learned from it. And they they did their thing in the championship. However, I will say, Jamison Williams doesn't go out. Bama wins by two scores. Oh, by I think they win by 10 plus. I think they win by 10 plus if Williams does not get hurt. You think one man is that big of a swing? Yes, because they were still, when he went out, they were still moving the ball. They were just getting held to field goals. So if you, if you put Williams in, I think he scores at least one, maybe two touchdowns instead of, you know, settling for another three. And and I can see that. I'm I'm honestly I'm I'm on the same train as you. 
but we ain't on the same cargo because you 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 kind of you took that and ran with it. I'm not gonna say that they would just have dominated this game. To me, ten plus is dominating the game. I think they would have won, but the way Georgia's defense had bounced back and recovered from the SEC championship, I think it was gonna be hell regardless. Even when he was in the game, don't forget. Even when he was in the game, they were only able to kick field goals. They were, yeah. So, I mean, I think the only thing we can really say that will probably swing in our and where where we're going with this is with him being in the game, they're still a big play threat, and the defense still has to play a totally different game than when he's out of the game. Once he's out of the mm-hmm. game, Georgia's defense was basically able to run whatever whatever the hell they wanted to run. Obviously, yep. when James when Jameson Williams is on the field, you have to run too deep. There's no there's no other option. You have to run too deep. Nope. And the moment he's out the game, they already was without Mechie. And the big play ability or the big play threat, I'm not gonna say ability, the big play threat was gone. Yeah, I mean the play he got hurt. He just ran a, a seamer out down the middle and he he beat the two safety. He just split the two safeties. And <laughs> and then obviously the, the turf monster got him and Came out today saying he did indeed tore his ACL, which everybody feared. Yeah. But that kind of sucks. Yeah, just looking at that game, uh, looking at that play was just, it was disgusting. And it was horrible for everybody to see. And 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 you know what? You know what I'm going to blame this loss on? Yes, I'm going to blame it on the fact that they were without their two biggest playmaking threats. But I'm going to actually blame this on the lack them them not using their roster throughout the season. We are known yeah. we have we have been known to see Alabama in so many blowout games that freshmen, third stringers get decent playing time. Mm-hmm. This this year this year they only lost one game, but they had they had close games uh with Ole Miss up until the end. You lost to Texas A yeah. and M uh, Tennessee kind of tried to play you tough for a little bit, but you run away. Uh, LSU was a close game all the way to the end. Arkansas was a close game all the way to the end. Auburn took you in the overtime. So right there, half of your schedule were games that you had to play your best guys the whole game. There was no letting mm-hmm. up. There was no letting – let's see what the freshman can do. There was none of that. You had to play your guys, and you had to rely on your best players. And that happened – all year, and when that when that happens, and you don't get those reps, once injuries start going along, there's no chemistry with those young guys. There's no trust with those young guys. You hell, you haven't. I, let's be honest. Bryce Young probably has only thrown what ten passes to some of the guys that were on that field yesterday. Yeah, one thing that I was shocked though. So, obviously, uh, Billingsley, he's been like known as one of the best tight ends in the in the nation. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of draft boards have him top five tight end coming out. Where was he once once Williams got hurt? Like, Billingsley wasn't even the guy. It was Latu. Yep. I, I don't understand that because I would think – because Billingsley, he's not your traditional – he's more of a receiving tight end, am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he should be the next guy – him and then I also said this uh during the game. I, I felt B Rob was not being utilized enough in the passing game. 
especially when Williams got hurt. When Williams got hurt, they should have just had him come out of the backfield a lot more. I mean, he he did catch like three or four out of the backfield for good games, but I I felt like they should have did that a lot more, especially once Williams went out. But but the the non-existence of Billingsley once Williams went out just it, it baffled it baffled me. I, I just didn't I, understand it. I agree. I agree, one hundred and ten percent. I was talking to a, a Bama fan before the game even started. Uh, he's a good friend of mine, and um, I told him. I said, Georgia is going to play too high all game. They will not allow Jameson Williams to beat them like he did the first game. They were they were never going to allow that again. So I fully expected the tight ends to have a big game. I fully expected running backs to be utilized out the backfield. And the tight end was used early and often. And it just yep. seemed like once Jameson Williams went down, they had no answer. Uh, they stopped. I don't. They honestly, the whole offense just broke down. It, it was hard to kind of see what kind of game plan they were trying to implement once he went down because it was almost like panic mode. It was like who who's going to be our guy? Who's going to be the one mm-hmm. that's going to save us? Who's going to give us a big play? Well, we can say what we want. Alabama for the last couple of years have been relying on big play abilities. Yes, they have had a stable of running backs. But a lot of their offense, a lot of their points have been coming off of 40, 50, 60-yard plays. Yeah, and another thing is receivers. So think about it. The last two drafts, they've had two receivers drafted in the first round. So you had – who was it the first year? It was Judy Judy and Ruggs. Yeah. And then behind them, so if, like, one of them went out, you had Devontae Smith – and um some waddle yeah and waddle and obviously waddle got hurt last year as well but i mean and then this year you have and then obviously behind those guys you had williams and mechie first round pick you didn't see that this year you did not see the next two guys up this year and I don't know if that's due to because all the close games and they just didn't get that much rep, or do they not have those type of guys anymore? It's hard to say that because Bauman has been recruiting five-star after five-star after five-star. They still have five-star yeah. wide receivers on there. I mean, they probably do. I mean, my question is, where Why were they? they this year? I mean, is that something that we should look and point towards Bill O'Brien? You could definitely do that. I mean, you can look at Bill O'Brien or you can just look at maybe they just didn't get the guys that they thought they were when they were recruiting. Yeah, that I mean, that's, that's a question. That's a question that, that needs to be answered, and they're going to have to figure it out. They have a whole offseason to figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, they open up with Texas next year, I think, so. Uh, the the revenge yeah. game, the, the that that first anger, that anger week is gonna be hell for Texas. I feel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now and Oregon um, got Georgia. Yeah, and Oregon got Georgia. That's gonna be another big game too. It's gonna be. It's gonna. I'm gonna be real eager to see what Oregon puts out on that field with a whole new coaching staff. And it's mm-hmm. really, it's really gonna show the difference between Georgia and Alabama and the rest of the field. Because I'm going to be honest with you, 
watching those two teams and then watching uh, my Hurricanes all season, I, I've said it on my personal Twitter. There's a Miami, Miami fans, as delusional as we can be. We are at the very, very, absolute very least four to five years away from even being able to compete with those teams. Those teams are those two teams are so good fundamentally. They are so good and have so many leaders on their team. The leaders that they have on their teams are not even the guys that's gonna go in the first, second, third round. That's what people are not mm-hmm. understanding. Their leaders, their leaders are just their seniors that's been there and been in the system while the rest of the team has just been going to the league and going to the league and going to the league. Uh, don't get it twisted. The Kobe Dean, he'll be a first-round pick. Well, of course, but there's still others on, on that defense that it's just not going to – They're on. They're, they're not going to – there'll be fourth-round guys. They might be late-day uh, late, late, late day guys that mm-hmm. are their go-to leaders on that defense. So it, it's – it takes a lot to reach that level, and that's what we're going to see next year, and it's going to start with those two games. We're going to be able to see if – because Oregon has recruited very well over the years. Yep. Now, now we're going to be able to see if Oregon can compete with that kind of uh, roster and uh, with that kind of coaching, with that kind of player development. We're going to see the same thing with Texas. Texas has obviously lost their step in the state when it comes to recruiting, but they're still Texas. They, they, they got a good-ass recruiting class coming in. I mean, yeah, not now, but that first year means nothing. I mean, look at Miami. Miami, we just had our, we just had a top recruiting class coming in, and they were all so young. Yeah, the year could have been a lot better, but if we, you see what happened when we played Alabama. Of course, things could have been totally different, but it wouldn't have been even if we played those young guys from the beginning. It could have been worse because those guys have what two, not even two months in the weight room. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, Bama. You don't just, you know, get one good class and all of a sudden you compete with Bama or Georgia right. or like Ohio right. State or anything like that. You got to build like a whole class because those guys that you just recruited, they're not going to hit their potential till probably junior year. Yeah. And that, so that right there is three years. But you know what's crazy though? We're saying for normal teams like us, I'm saying normal. We're normal teams. For programs like Alabama, their Heisman Trophy winner was a sophomore. They're yeah. the probably, probably, let's be real, the best player in the nation. I love Tim. Will Anderson? I, I, but Will Anderson is only Will a Anderson, sophomore. yeah, he's, he's only a true sophomore, too. <laughs> Bro, like, that is insane. That is insane. Yeah, I mean, that Bama team, though, during that, they were playing without so much in that game. And the, to still have it basically go down to the wire is just crazy. Like, this may have been Nick Saban's, even though he didn't win it off, this may be his best coaching job to just get him in that situation. That, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's a lot. I mean, they were without cornerback one and two. They were without receiver one and two. I mean, then you had a couple other guys, key pieces out. I don't know exactly the names, but I know for a fact they had a cup. They had at least like probably six or seven starters out. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's huge and it, it's crazy. It's so crazy to think that this is a question I have to ask you. Mm-hmm. Do do we finally even get the chance to give Nick Saban a pass? 
Like we do, we have to like we have to give Nick Saban a pass for losing in the national championship. I'm not giving him a pass. I'm not giving him a pass. I'm just okay. That's what, that's what I was saying. His job. I'm not giving him a pass because at the end of the day, you can lose all that. But that's what recruiting and development is all about. Next man up. Because I mean, that's what everybody says. Next man up. Don't don't worry about the guys that can't play. Worry about the guys that can play. Right. Right. And, and I mean, and I'm sure some, Georgia some fans... players make a bigger impact than others, obviously. But at the same time, you can't make excuses. Yeah, and I'm sure Georgia fans don't want to hear none of that shit because their starting nope. quarterback was a walk off. Yeah, exactly. And you had a Heisman Trophy winning uh, quarterback however i mean his weapons were not available so but i don't um, know yeah and see and that, and that right there brings me to ask you this question mm-hmm. every time we have a championship or even a playoff game that features two teams in the same conference they say is that fair uh, we don't need to see this again. Uh, you know the normal, normal booze. So I, I, I take it further and I ask you this: Were these actually the two best teams? Should these two yes. teams have been in the yes. championship? Yes. Okay. Because... Who, who would have been? Who would have been other? The other? The other ones that everybody was saying. Obviously, we had Cincinnati. Everyone's like, give them a chance. They're they're undefeated. Well. They got a chance, and Bama did work, did slight work with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they kept it close till like the third quarter, but it was never in jeopardy, right? And then Michigan, everybody's talking about Michigan is back. Michigan is back. Georgia handled them with ease, like yeah. it wasn't even a game. <laughs> like it, it wasn't a game. Michigan just got flooded out the gates. And that's just the difference between the Bama and Georgias and the rest of the league. I mean, they're great coaching staffs. They're gr- they are always top five in recruiting. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, it's, it's just what it is. Yeah, I, I, I've always said this whole year, I said um, the only team that I see that would have probably been able to keep up with those two. Mm-hmm. Would have been Ohio State. And let me tell you why before you jump down my throat. Before you jump down my throat. Yes, that defense was very mediocre. But their offense and score with the best of them. When you can score points, when you can put yourself in a position to continue to score points, you can compete. That's all I'm going to tell you because they got three first-round wide receivers over there. Travion Henderson's probably mm-hmm. a first-round running back. I mean, the talent's there. They were going to compete. They just got out physical okay. by the Michigans. And it just that that was a horrible. That was horrible to watch. Exactly. So, what do you think uh, Georgia would do to them? But here's the thing with that: Georgia mm-hmm. offense is so so piss poor to me. Besides, honestly, besides giving the ball to Zeus, besides giving the ball to Zeus, Georgia's off uh-huh. the trash. What do you, okay, whose O-line would you take, Michigan or Georgia's? Uh, from what I see last night, give me Georgia's. The motherfuckers are so Exactly. Up. 
Michigan was able to just have their way with them. They averaged almost, I believe it was like seven yards of carry against Ohio State. They would literally do whatever they want against that Ohio State defense. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that listen, I'm, the the score would have been in the in the 30, 30 to 30 range, 30 to 40. It would have been a high scoring game. And that's what I'm saying. I like I said, I'm not saying that they would beat those two, but I am saying they have the, the talent depth and they, they also, especially on offense, can match up with the best of them. I I just don't see it because I saw I saw what Michigan did to them to Ohio State. And then I saw what Georgia did to Michigan. I mean, but that's two totally different schemes. That's, see, Michigan's whole game plan is to be physical and run down your mouth. Their quarterback sucks. And their, their outside threats are, are, are average. So you're talking about a team that if they're not smash mouth, if they're not punching you in the mouth, they are not going to move the ball or create anything. And we're, they were never going to do that against Georgia. We all know that. That's, they pretty, play that's right. pretty much what Georgia does. That, that's pretty much what Georgia does. Georgia at least has better outside weapons than Michigan they does. Do. And they, they are they are a lot better and offensively sound. Their quarterback, I don't know, I like Stetson more than I like, oh, boy, at Michigan. McNamara? Yeah, yeah, yeah McLemore McElmore took me to the thrift store. Yeah, get him out here, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, well, I mean, he's he's young though. I think he's only a freshman, so he still has time to develop. But I, I don't know. I just from what I saw, like Stetson made a couple good throws, but for the most part, he was not good. No, of course not. And Bama's defense this year was not by Nick Saban's standards elite by any stretch. They oh, had but they played elite last night. They played good, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you I know, think that has more to do with Georgia's offense, though. I mean, it could be. I mean, it, who came first, the chicken or the egg? I mean, it goes, <laughs> it goes hand in hand. I mean, it's just how you look at it. Because I mean, let's face it, Georgia. Once they got their offense going, it was all on the ground. Mm-hmm. It was on the ground, and then they had that deep pass in the end zone on that free play. So it was basically no risk. And, and, and then, uh, let's not let's not forget that Ferrari they got sitting in the trailer park. That boy, Pickens, yeah. <laughs> Georgia tried, tr- dude. Georgia tried to lose that game. Oh, with all those trick plays. With all those trick plays, they were killing the momentum. Bro, those trick plays ain't work for shit, and they were doing them at the worst no. times. Yeah, they had they had momentum. The they had like two good plays in a row, and then they just messed it up. I I didn't understand that play calling, but doesn't matter. They won. They don't care. It's in the past. <laughs> then they names in that record book now. Yep. But yeah, um, since we're on the college football, I, I need to know. I need to know. Miami, what are they going to do? What what's a successful Miami year? Nine or ten? Listen, Steve, don't ask me that question right now because I'm I'm still in a mental state of ready to tell the people lies about Miami football. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm torn between ready to tell lies and overhype my team, and I'm also ready to be realistic. What stopped you in the past? Uh, youth. 
<laughs> you tough. Yes, yes. And either way, either way, either way, that's a conversation for a different day that we will be having because now, now there's ties in between Oregon and Miami, so we will have a show on Oregon and Miami. Oh, that's yes, going to happen. Will. That's going to mm-hmm. happen. And I know you're going to be throwing out the F-bombs and calling me mother effort. Oh, I already know because I'm telling you, boy, the lines I got saved for you about to be impeccable for that. I'm just saying, if it you're going to hate the game planning. You're going to hate it. Hey, I dealt with Mark Rick for a while, so I'm prepared to deal with that. All right, either way, either way, with everything being said, this will be the last question I have for you before we wrap it up. All right. Were you satisfied with uh, this national championship? I was, yes. This being the last college football game of this season, were you satisfied with it? Yep. Because the game wasn't out of hand at at all. Mm -hmm. The whole game was within reach, every possession. You were just waiting for something to go off and – Unfortunately, it took till the fourth quarter to do it. But, I mean, the the first three quarters were pretty snooze fest, but it, it wasn't like that Bama and LSU game where one team couldn't even get past the fucking 50-yard line. Because, I, I mean, <laughs> even though it was 9-6, I mean, they were still moving the ball. Right. They just weren't getting it in the end zone. You were waiting for somebody to finally do it, but – I mean, like I said, it took till like the late third or fourth quarter to finally get it going. But that fourth quarter was exciting. Yeah, and, I mean, and it wasn't like it wasn't like we weren't having any big plays either. There were a few big nope. plays. There was yep. a few big plays, and it was just like the defense would just clamp right back up and say, yep. "Ain't nobody Bend, scoring." But break. Yeah, no one's scoring. So, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with it. Like, I agree with you 100. percent I think those two were the two best teams. I think we mm-hmm. got the game. We all expected to happen the first time to happen this time. It was a close game throughout. Defenses were going to show up this game. And like you said, it was just a matter of who's going to get in the end zone. Yep. Because, I mean, what? Like, the first, like, I don't know, like, eight possessions, there was no touchdowns, and then there was three touchdowns within four possessions. (laughs) It's like, where has it been all game? Yeah, it, it picked up quickly. If you were dozing off, you definitely woke your ass up whenever when the fireworks happen. Yep. But yeah, but I, uh, I would give that, I'd give that a championship a a B plus. I'm okay with that grade. I give, I, I think that's a pretty solid grade. I give it a B B B plus too. Yep. If the if the first half had like a touchdown or two. It, we would have gave it an A grade, but since the mm-hmm. first half, you know, only had a couple big plays and the, just lockdown defense, I, yep. I have to drop that grade a little bit. So, all right, yeah. I mean, that's all I that's all I got for you for this game. Yes, yeah, um, Georgia only allowed ten point four points per game. Where would you rank them as greatest defenses of the past decade? Not gonna say all time because they don't sniff that level. But I, well, the, the the thing, the one thing I will tell people is when it comes to all time rankings, you have to give it a couple years, even after. I say five to ten years after the fact, so you can appreciate 
and so you can kind of see where everybody went. Because mm-hmm. let's be real, draft picks and where they went in the draft is something people look at too when you think of all-time greats. So when you say defense of this decade, well, first we just began the 2020, so it's the best. It's the best. Well, I meant, I meant, I know I what you been. meant. <laughs> I know what you meant. I just had to mess with you. Um, me uh, personally, I would put it top three, no order. Top three, no order. Mm-hmm. Because we can't forget that ferocious Bama defense, but at the same time, that LSU defense that same damn year. Yeah. <laughs> like we, and so yeah, those defenses were were pretty freaking fun to watch. And and it's crazy because those are two different defenses. You had LSU's defense that had so many playmakers; they were being able to turn up, create turnovers. Whereas Alabama's defense was just so smoldering, you weren't moving the ball. Their linebackers were so great. The D-line was so great, you weren't going anywhere. But I am very impressed with this Georgia team and the way they fly around. Um, They don't miss open field tackles. Um, You can kind of see towards the end of this game that they weren't necessarily missing tackles. They started getting wore out. And that was Mm -hmm. on both sides. That was on both sides. B-Rob started breaking them down. And the same happened towards the end with Alabama, where Zeus started breaking Alabama down. And then you just started just seeing this tiredness, just laziness. It gets yep. hard. It gets hard trying to tackle these backs. It's 220 every single play. Yeah. I mean, it's never fun tackling a running back that's got 4-4 speed and, you know, 220, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just it just physically beats you down, even no matter how big you are yourself. So, yeah, that that yeah. that basically does it here, bro. Again, so good to be back. Well, hey, before we go, real quick, before we go, I just want to uh, just bring out this like nugget. So they played fifteen games. They allowed only 16 touchdowns all season. Oh, Georgia? That Georgia defense, yep. So they basically only gave up one touchdown a game. That's pretty freaking impressive. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Top three, no order. No order. I'm not here to argue and debate that. That'll that'll make my head explode. No order. No order. No order, please. Yeah, Top three, they have to be in there. I just don't know what other defense you can put in there. That's what I said. Like, those three defenses after that, I don't see it really coming close. It's a big drop-off. Let's say that. It's Mm -hmm. the top three. And there were good defenses, but it kind of falls off. Yeah. So that's it. You got anything else before I wrap this up? Nope. Not for this show. Not for this show. Hey, another argument for another day. Yep. My man. All right. Like I said, good to be back on the show. Um, Sucks that, you know, football season is coming to an end. It's like we wait six months, six long months for any kind of football, and it goes by so quick when it's finally here. Yeah. So we're going to have to – we're kissing the college season goodbye momentarily. Start focus on offseason recruiting. There's still plenty to talk about, but as the actual game itself, that does it, folks. 
Georgia, congratulations to you guys finally getting over the hump. You guys played a hell of a season all year. Congratulations. You guys are truly, truly, truly a pleasure to watch. Steve-O, as always, thank you for being part of the show. No problem. Always enjoy being on here. And for all our listeners, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, comment on all social media platforms. That is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We are all under the same handle, MB8Cast. You can find us on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well, as Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of that. You know, just it's, we're all under the same handle as MB8Cast. So don't forget to please follow, like, comment, and subscribe. Also, uh, before you guys head out, Stevo, Twitter, Spaces, something hot, something new. You think we should hop on it? Oh, uh, yeah. We definitely should give it a try. I mean, no harm in trying. That's right. So any of you guys who are listening, definitely keep an eye out on our Twitter page. We will be hosting some Spaces. Um, we will definitely give you guys a kind of a quick advance before we hop on. That way you guys can kind of decide which topic you want to jump in on. And speak with us. I, we will be accepting most of your requests. And we definitely like to hear what you guys have to say about any topic that we are currently discussing. So we'll see you guys next time. Kings, go crazy.